0: And the CMR $450 million to meet its recurring expenditure. To enhance the support for persons with disabilities and the carers, apart from continuing to take forward various rehabilitation programs under the Persons with Disabilities and Rehabilitation Program Plan, we'll implement additional measures in the coming year to further relieve the stress of carers, including providing additional residential respect places through the board place scheme for private residential care homes of persons with disabilities, providing residential respect services and boarding sectors of special. Schools of vacant boarding places and arranging severely mentally handicapped persons in need of pairing day activity service center services to receive services at the hostel, subject to the availability of sufficient space. Meanwhile, the Labor and Welfare Bureau is conducting an in-depth study with a view to providing an evidence-based basis of formulating a comprehensive care policy and development pilot schemes. The current government attaches great importance to primary health care development. The first district health center in Quai came into operation in September last year. Operation Surface Contracts for DHCs of another two districts were awarded and the sites for nine other DHCs have been confirmed The Food and Health Bureau will look into implementation of a pilot public-private public sector program for DHCs under which subsidized medical consultation services will be provided to HC members who are newly diagnosed with diabetes or hypertension with a view to enhancing the measures to manage the chronic disease and alleviating the pressure on the public health care system The elderly dental assistance program under the CCF benefits over 500,000 low-income elderly persons aged 65 or above. We plan to expand the scope of subsidies so that eligible elderly persons in need of treatment can receive more targeted dental services. And include allowing the inclusion of more subsidized items, including the removal of bridges or crowns and provision of root canal treatment. And allowing elderly persons reaching the age of 75 who are joined the joint program for at least five years to receive free removable ten. Dentures and other related dental services for a second time. The social unrest last year, together with the persisting COVID 19 epidemic since early this year, have brought different levels of impact and influence on the mental well being of some people. The government has decided to provide additional resources of $300 million under the Beat Drugs Fund to better support the need in the community and raise public awareness of mental health. The government and DHA introduced enhancement measures for the means test mechanism of the Samaritan Fund and CCF medical assistance programs in early 2019 to alleviate the financial burden of patients' families arising from drug expenses will further refine the mechanism after reviewing the effectiveness of the measures. At present, the supplementary fund and CCF medical assistance programs cover 48 and 34 drugs respectively. We will continue to increase the number of drugs covered under the two funds and relax the clinical criteria of existing drugs in accordance with the established mechanism. Thereby strengthening the support for the needs of patients with cancers and uncommon diseases. The government has all along been fostering the social integration of ethnic minorities. In the past two years, we have implemented around 30 measures to support ethnic minorities covering areas of education, employment, social welfare, healthcare, and social inclusion. Among these measures, the amended race discrimination ordinance, which enhances the protection for ethnic minorities, also came into effect this June. In addition, overreaching outreaching Teams have been set up by the SWD to actively reach out to ethnic minorities with welfare needs. signed for the second quarter of twenty twenty one, the Hong Kong Observatory will provide basic weather information on its website in eight ethnic minority languages. This will facilitate ethnic minorities' real time access of information such as latest weather reports, warning and forecasts, as well as tropical cyclone tracks presented in their own languages. I will continue to encourage more departments to review their delivery of daily public services and actively consider meeting the needs. So minorities. Nurturing Talents and Youth Development Education is the key to nurturing talents My vision for education is to nurture our young people into quality citizens with a sense of social responsibility, a national identity and affection for Hong Kong as well as an international perspective Education is also about building a good character and the cultivation of moral virtues is the most essential As a matter of fact, students must be law-abiding, able to respect different opinions and adapt to social life in order to become a responsible member of the the civil society. After my resumption of uh, office, I've been actively providing additional resources for the education sector in order to create favorable conditions for implementing reforms necessary for enhancing the quality of education. Over the past three years, the current term government has increased the recurrent expenditure on education by a total of 15.5 billion dollars. Many of these measures are meeting the long-standing aspirations of practitioners from the education sector, including implementing the all graduate teaching force policy and increasing the class to teacher. Asia. Moreover, I would like to stress that the role of the government in education is not merely a provider of resources, but also a policy maker, administrator, and regulator. To enhance the quality of education, we have set up eight task forces at different times and invited professionals to conduct studies and consultations and to present their reports to the government. Seven task forces have completed the work, and the EDB has joined hands with the relevant. Find organization to implement the task force recommendations. The last task force on review of school curriculum submitted its report in September, and the EDB will provide the government's response in due course. Besides the 39 new initiatives announced since July 2017, have been completed or progressing on schedule, and the progress has been set out in this year's policy address supplement. Nevertheless, the social incidents last year led many to question again the effectiveness of Hong Kong's education. It is indeed heartbreaking that among more than 10 1,000 arrestees suspected of violating the law in connection with the opposition to the proposed legislative amendments to the Fugitive Offenders Ordinance. 40% are students, of which nearly 2,000 are primary and secondary students. We cannot bear to see that with the infiltration of politics into school campuses, students are drawn into political turbulence or even misled to engage in illegal and violent acts for which have to take legal responsibilities which impact on their lives. These social incidents also reveal that the law abiding awareness of some young people is weak. And the positive values such as mutual understanding and mutual respect are lacking. In the face of the complicated political environment in Hong Kong, the proliferation of misinformation in social media, it is the shared responsibility of the government, social education, second parents to find a way to protect our students. Among the five domains of moral, intellectual, physical, social, and aesthetic developments, moral development is regarded as the most important one at the foundation of education. In fact, deepening students' understanding of the history, culture, and developments of a country and strengthening Education on the Constitution, the basic law, are the fundamentals of fostering their sense of national identity and awareness of national security. The current government has made Chinese history an independent compulsory subject at the junior secondary level, and the new curriculum of the subjects has been rolled out progressively from S1. In the current school year, the EDB will provide opportunities for students to join study tours to integrate with the curriculum and encourage primary and secondary students to learn more about the essence of Chinese culture for nurturing the moral character and cultural identity. Moreover, EDB will, through diversified activities, cultivate primary and secondary students' comprehensive understanding of the nation's development, the constitution, the basic law, the implementation of one country, two systems, and the importance of national security, and teach them to respect and preserve and persevere the Of the national flag and the national anthem as symbols of our country to foster positive values among students as well as development in them, a sense of identity, belonging, and responsibility towards the nation, the Chinese race, and our society. There has been ongoing controversy over the subject of liberal studies under the senior secondary curriculum in society. Hence, the direction of reform in future should focus on rectifying the previous deviation from the subject's objectives and restating it as the platform to help students establish a sound foundation of knowledge, make connection between the knowledge across different subjects, develop critical thinking skills, analyze contemporary issues in a rational manner, and learn about the development of our nation, the constitution, the basic and the rule of law, and so forth. The reform of curriculum should tie in with the work of examination assessment. In the previous school year, a wrong question in the Hong Kong Diploma of Secondary Education examinations generated heated discussions in the community. I expect that Hong Kong Examinations and Assessment Authority will improve its question moderation mechanism continuously to prevent recurrence of similar problems. In line with the goals of promoting whole person development and catering for student diversity, we will further promote applied learning as a secondary, senior, selective subject and provide students with subsidies and more diversified courses to broaden their studies and learn experience to facilitate their diversified development. Although face-to-face classes in schools were temporary, Suspended due to the COVID 19 epidemic, students still are still able to learn during the class expansion of the concerted efforts of the EDB in schools by flexibly using different innovative means. To further support schools and teachers in implementing this blended mode of teaching and learning, the EDB will set aside $2 billion in the Quality Education Fund to launch a three year program. This will, on the one hand, support the provision of ancillary facilities for e learning, such as setting up a platform for sharing learning and teaching resources, as well as encouraging the sharing of quality teaching material by students. On the other hand, and ensure that all students who have equal opportunities in assessing e learning, including through subsidizing schools to purchase mobile computer devices for low to needed students and to provide Wi Fi routers and mobile data cards for students who do not have access to appropriate internet services because of the living environment. To cater for the immediate needs of students from disadvantaged families, the EBD also provided a one off top up grant for supporting online learning of financially needy students to public sector schools early this month. Students have far-reaching influence on the whole-person development of students and play a vital role in passing on knowledge and nurturing students' character. I hope that they will nurture students into the presence of great ability and integrity, who will also become the pillars of our society in safeguarding one country two systems. As the authority responsible for the registration of students, the government will enhance the quality of teachers through measures in respect of entry to profession training and management, will discuss with teacher education institutions in ensuring the ethics character. And conduct of teachers will also strengthen the training of teachers and principals upon appointment during the service and before the promotion. The government will take stringent actions against teachers who are incompetent or found misconducted, including. Canceling the registration of those who are found seriously misconducted for the well being of students. The on site preschool rehabilitation services, a new type of cross disciplinary and cross bureau services aimed to support students with special education needs to help them grow he- healthily by early identification and immediate intervention. As the pilot project has proved, the services effective. The BRS were recognized in October 2018 in the current school year. The service places have been increased substantially from 3,000 to 8,000 will be further increased to 10,000 in the year year 2022-23. With the aim of achieving zero waiting time to provide audience support to children waiting assessment by the child assessment centers and the Department of Health and those assessed as having only mild developmental programs, we've launched a 20 month pilot scheme for kindergartens participating in the OPRS this school year. The Hong Kong Academy of Performing Arts is the only higher education institution in Hong Kong that provides education and training in the performing arts and related technical arts. In the QS World University Rankings for Performing Arts 2020, the Hong Kong EPA continue to rank first in Asia and seventh globally. The government supports the provision of new teaching facilities in a student hospital hostel for the HK EPA in the Eastern District on Hong Kong Island to enrich teaching and learning infrastructure and experience and to foster the healthy development of tertiary education in the performing arts. To expand the talent pool of Hong Kong, not only do we need to make our best endeavor to nurture local talents, we also need to proactively attract non-local talents to come to Hong Kong. Invest Hong Kong work in partnership with various bureaus. And organizations promoting INT, financial and cultural development to adopt a strategic approach in actively promoting around the world the facilitation measures and development opportunities available in Hong Kong for high quality talents, with the focus on attracting those in demand in various areas. As a diverse group, young people have different goals for their life. In my 2017 policy address, I proposed three directions of a youth development namely, addressing young people's concerns about education, career pursuits, and home ownership, and encouraging their participation in politics as well as public policy discussion and debate, considerable progress has been made. However, the social unrest, unstable epidemic situation, prolonged class expansion over the past year have affected the lives and learning patterns of young people. Some feel confused and helpless about their future and the way society is developing. In view of these situations, the government will consider how to create an environment that enables young people to grow healthily, build a stable home, pursue a good career, and unleash their full potential. We also hope that young people can set their sights on our country, seizing the opportunities to study, work, and live in the GBA. So To broaden the scope for realizing their dreams. Taking into account Hong Kong's economy and market scale, the youth unemployment rate may remain a double digit for some time. On the other hand, with a population of 70 million and huge development potential, the GBA can provide career development opportunities for young people. During the policy address consultation exercise this year, many enterprises indicated that with subsidy from the government, they could afford job opportunities. Young people of Hong Kong and the GBA would Economic growth. To encourage and support young people to work and pursue their career in the mainland cities of the GBA, the Hong Kong South Government will launch the GBA Youth Employment Scheme to encourage enterprises with operation in both Hong Kong and the GBA to recruit and deploy local university graduates to work in the mainland cities of the GBA. The scheme will provide 2,000 places, of which some are INT positions, as I've mentioned earlier. Furthermore, more and more young people wish to demonstrate their ability by starting their own businesses and finding an alternative path to working in traditional sectors. Last year, the Youth Deve- Development Commission introduced a new funding scheme for youth entrepreneurship in the Hong Kong, Hong Kong, Macau, Greater Bay Area under the Youth Development Fund to render better entrepreneurial support and incubation services to Hong Kong young people who intend to start their businesses in Hong Kong and the mainland cities of the GBA and to further address their initial capital needs. Once the epidemic situation has become stable and cross border travel resumed, the Home Affairs Bureau launched a scheme to subsidize over 10. NGOs to implement youth entrepreneurship projects. It is estimated that about $100 million will be provided for nearly 200 youth startups and supporting services to about 4,000 young people. Guangdong and the mainland cities of GBA have agreed to support the scheme by providing co working basis and letting Hong Kong people enjoy the same treatment and support as their peers on the mainland. In addition, the Hong Kong government established the Alliance of Hong Kong Youth Innovative and Entrepreneurial Bases in the Greater Bay Area to serve as a one stop information, publicity, City, an exchange platform to further support innovation and entrepreneurship by Hong Kong Youth and the GBA. To provide more opportunities for young people to participate in policy discussions and understand government operations, we have regularized the member self-recommendation scheme for youth launched by the current government and expanded it to cover more boards and committees. Young people aged between 18 and 35 may self-nominate to become members of specified government advisory committees through the scheme. So far, around 340 posts. Currently held by young people have been appointed directly or indirectly to the advisory and statutory bodies through the scheme. The overall ratio of appointed youth members and advisory and statutory bodies have increased from 7.8% in 2017 to 30% at present, gradually approaching the target of 15% set by the current term government. Closing remarks. Building on our steadfast determination to implement one country, to system, Hong Kong people administering Hong Kong a high degree of autonomy, and capitalizing Hong Kong's traditional strength as opportunities for integration into the overall national development, this some twenty-four thousand word policy address manifests the central government's staunch support for the Hong Kong as well and embraces my determination to strive for the best for Hong Kong with my team. As as we stay true to our aspiration in implementing one country, two systems, safeguard national sovereignty, security, and development interests, maintain our confidence in Hong Kong, refrain from politicizing matters, maintain communication in a rational manner, and seek common ground while putting aside difficult differences, we will surely be able to deal with the problems that arise in the course of implementing one country, two systems, and address some heated conflicts in Hong Kong. I made some sentimental remarks at the reception in celebration of the 23rd. Anniversary of the establishment of the Hong Kong SL on the first of July this year. I said, I faced the toughest challenge in my 40 years of public service in the past year. Not only have I faced unprecedented personal attacks, I'm also deeply worried about the future of Hong Kong. However, I'm extremely grateful to the central government for its trusting me, to my family and close friends for their unreserved love and to colleagues at all levels for their staunch support. Their care and concern have given me hope that there will be an end to the difficult times and the rainbow will emerge. After the storm. In the coming year, the Hong Kong Government will double its efforts to put the epidemic under control, revive the economy, restore social order, rebuild Hong Kong's international reputation and people's confidence government with a view to relaunching Hong Kong. Thank you. The Chief Executive has delivered the policy address to the Council and now leaves the chamber. Members, please stand up.
1: And uh, there you have it, the uh, policy address for delivered by, for 2020 delivered by the Chief Executive, uh, Carrie Lamb. It was very long. It uh, was indeed. According <laughs> to uh, at least one report, uh, that was the longest, uh, in fact, policy, report, uh, uh, policy address given, beating that of uh, uh, 2017, from uh, c my which was about two and a quarter an hours. So that was just pipped it, I think. And it was pretty <laughs> comprehensive.
2: It was very detailed, I must say. Uh, Relaunching Hong Kong, it was very detailed, but there wasn't an awful lot in it, it seemed, of new initiatives. Uh, It it seems she went over a lot of the history of what's been going on over the last uh, year or couple of years and where we stand with regard to uh, Beijing and uh, where our obligations go. There were some uh, worrying warnings, I think, for teachers... Um, <laughs> on education in general. Uh, in terms of initiatives, though, I mean, town Tomorrow di- uh, Vision. there'll be no further delay. She said the government will not give up on town Tomorrow, so that's going to be a key area of its uh, land supply targets, long-term land supply targets, I guess. And she said uh, that the government's finished ide- identifying all of 330 hectares of land for public housing needs over the next 10 years.
1: Uh, yes, uh, it covered environmental issues, of course, uh, education, uh, uh, civil service uh, recruitment, uh, some will, uh, some uh, the senior re- uh, recruitment will be uh, reconsidered, uh, tourism, innovation and development, agriculture and fisheries, housing, uh, we've mentioned, and uh, land reclamation, uh, uh, as well as uh, political development. So, yeah, um, many...